All right, Sakbase, Sakbase listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Zoe View. I am your co-host Bo. I got the homie here with me back back at it again. Long time no here, man. I... Thank you for having me. Um, this is Baz from Oregon, back again on the Zoe View podcast. I feel like. A co-host now more than a guest, so I'm glad you said co-host. Yeah, man, makes me feel welcome. That's what it is, man. It's it's always good to have somebody here, uh, to just bounce some shit off, man. I was telling niggas, niggas be asking me why it happened to Marianne. I'm like, yo, Marianne going through her own journeys right now. Like, uh, even though even though she she don't be on here as often as she needs to, but trust me, everything somewhat goes through her. Yeah, because so, you know, I got the idea to do this from her. Like she was talking something from the pocket. I'm like, you know what? It's, it'll be a great place to go to because I know you have a large following and people listen. So I'm like, it'll be a great place to go to. to I guess clear some things up or yeah, yeah. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. But before we get into yeah. that, you know, let's get let's get some of the pleasantry out of the way. You know how you been? How how you holding up during this Corona shit? Because we I... are we are in August 2020. Most of us are about five months in, if not more of this new life so i always like to start off to know how niggas is feeling i am having the best year of my life i there's no um there's no exaggeration this is the best year a lot of the work i've put in previous year mm-hmm. like the seeds i've planted are bearing fruit it's mm-hmm. great and I haven't, like, the only way that Corona, I guess, affects me is traveling. Like, I had a lot of plans to travel now that I'm done with school. And taking my girl on, like, nicer dates, we had um, this really cool thing she did where she took popsicle sticks and wrote date ideas and put them in a jar. Mm-hmm. And the plan was every three, four days, just pull one out and we do what's on it. But because of Rona, we can't really do that. So that's... The extent to which Corona has affected me, glory be to God. But I'm doing great, man. Like, All right, that's good to hear, dog. That's good. To yeah. Hear. How about you? How you living? Um, overall, I'm actually pretty good, dog. I'm not gonna lie. You know, every every now and then I have a breakdown, but that's just, you know, that's life. That's life. You know, you gotta sometimes have a good little breakdown. Uh, like my good good friend Roof always say, sometimes it's good to always have a a, a good cry every once in a while. Oh yeah! Oh my! Screaming into the pillow or screaming something, in the shower. Best feeling. Cathartic. Yo, best feeling in the world. I be going out walking, bro. Going to my looking to my right, seeing the waters, and just like take it all, take it all in, bro. That's beautiful. You know, walks kept me sane. All right, I always tell people like I used to battle mental health shit. Depression was super bad at one point. I go on walks at like two, three in the morning while in college, and just clear my head the, the stillness you know just allowed me to get it all out so i'm a large advocate for just going to walk with it man like oh yeah tell me about it shit. like i pray, i kind of thank god that literally when all this shit started because i knew i was furloughed like i was like okay i gotta maximize my time i thank god that i kept a routine mm-hmm. literally i went furloughed today Literally the next day, my routine started because it was just because of the fact that I knew I had to stay sane. Because I'm like, yo, I don't know what the fuck going to go down. Because I know the first month of me being out of work, I was like in limbo. Of what the fuck is going on or what am I going to do next? Only thing that kept me sane is going outside. 
Yeah. And we all know how the stigma was about niggas going outside. And it's just funny. But anyways, I'm I'm doing good, bro. I mean, I'm I I'm starting to believe that not believe, I'm, it shows. It's like, yo, corona was one of the best things that ever happened in my life right now, kid. Like Really? Minus the deaths, of course. Minus yeah, the deaths yeah, that's going on in the world, but I'm talking about me personally, growth and exposure and being exposed to different people, different things, because right now Corona in 2020 is exposing a lot. Yeah, and with me, like, the benefit of it is I was on the go. I mean, I had work, mm-hmm. school, internship, volunteer. And I, like, I spent time with my wife, but not as much as I would want. Mm-hmm. And Corona kind of forced, I guess, force sounds weird, but Corona kind of forced us to just be around each other more, which was great, you know? Like, I mean, we had a baby, and... I guess because of Corona, she got to take like an extra four months of maternity leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just recalibrate life. You know, everything was moving so fast. There was, it reinvigorated me. There was kind of this like, eh, I'm doing well enough. I can stay like this for whatever. Yeah. But then Corona happened. Like, all right, you got to change your plans. You got to get new goals. And during this, I've made new goals, accomplished new goals, and came with new ideas and i guess it sucks that it had to happen this way because a lot of people lost their lives like it's Mm -hmm. a lot of people their lives is going to change forever because of how the virus affects people i mean think about it think about it the virus is expect is affecting you and me too and it's changing our lives forever it's just in a different direction yeah yeah and it's like i work in public health so i'm working with people who like yo i lost four family members to this Mm -hmm. Yada yada, and I have to do these analyses. I'm like looking deep into the numbers of it. And it's really bad, you know, because yeah. as much as we know what's going on, we don't know what's going on. Like, I, I read a report recently that somebody died from it, and like they did an autopsy, and their brain was basically just mush. Yo. And they don't know if it's from Rona or for something else. And I'm like, that's scary, man. That shit is crazy, dog, because I read somewhere last month where this dude got Rona. He didn't die, but the nigga was paralyzed. Like, that was one of the uh, symptoms or that was one of his uh, side effects, whatever the shit was. It's like, he was a nurse. He was a recent graduate. Like, he was a nurse. He started he started yeah. working. And then, That's like, scary, bro. He went, and then you got to fight. He, he, he went into quarantine for two weeks, and then he felt okay. And then the next day, he had a headache. Niggas said he had a big-ass migraine, and it was for, like, two days. He went to the hospital. I'm paraphrasing, by the way. He went to the hospital, and then, nigga, they was like, yo, you're paralyzed. That shit scared oh, the shit out of me, bro. That's scary, man. And then I had on top of that, like, I, oh, my whole family is in Haiti, too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like every day I live with the anxiety of, like, please do not get a big breakout. Like, yeah. I'm, ar- I'm arguing with my mom, like, please don't go to church. Just turn on the radio and pray at home. And it's like we're having screaming matches, basically, where I'm just like, this thing is serious. It's not something you can cure with bay and tea and onions and stuff. Like, yeah. stay home. Not, but but I would say it's not something you could cure, but it doesn't hurt to drink them shits, though. Oh, absolutely. I, I be I'm all green the time. tea guy. Green be, tea and ginger every morning. I be telling niggas, I'm like, bro, what you got to lose by drinking this tea? So why not? But don't think this shit uh, is the NLBO. And don't treat this shit because Rona's here. You're drinking tea. This shit got to be a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Like, I get one of them big boxes from Costco. I get one of green tea, one of ginger. Oh. I put a little lime juice in it and 
start day, man. Like, cause mm-hmm. coffee, I can't do coffee. Coffee is super beneficial to me and the sense that I'm focused, I'm alert, I'm the best version of me. But I don't like how like I don't like being wired up. I like I like the fog mm-hmm. of exhaustion in a way. Like I don't know, it just I'm so used to it that when I have the clarity that coffee brings, I'm just like, eh, this is too much. I like I'm over productive. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. But yeah, man. So that's that's the gist of that, man. Like, you know, I hope everybody that's listening right now, you know, I know somebody that knows I know by now somebody knows somebody that's gone through it, that's either lost somebody or went through the whole corona and recovering and all that. So shout out to y'all. You know, I always tell people, man, just take care of yourself because a lot of people, I'm, st- it's just now starting to hit some of my friends that either I have, though, over the past month, I had at least 10 homies told me they, they got corona, they got a quarantine. And the funny thing is, the, the old me would be like, bro, you went out looking for it because all last month, I seen on your snaps, all last month, you was living it up. Brunch. Oh, yeah. Brunch, house parties, brunch, house parties, hookah. I'm like, bro. And the funny thing is, like, I'm great. Like, I love the fact that my friends share what they do because I know who to stay around and who not to. Oh, yeah. I I have friends who are like, yo, I want to come visit the baby. I'm like, I've seen your IG, man. You've (laughs) smoked hookah every day for the past month. You're not coming near me until at least 2022. And they thought I'm joking. And they, like, come to my door. And I talk to them through the ring bell. I'm like, I'm not opening the door. Get off my porch. Like You got a new baby, though, so I get it. Yeah. Like, but yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Because I'm so angry about the people who are partying, bro. No, it is what it is, bro. Because, like, now some people are starting to take it seriously. And, um, you know, it's that just is what it is. I would say Miami is the last... I don't see this outbreak slowing down in Miami because it's still niggas that don't care. But that's a whole nother story for another day. Y'all ain't shut down at all. Nah, the governor the governor don't give a fuck, bro. The governor of Florida refuses to shut down and we're about to open up school like next week. What? Okay, so what's your take on that? Like, why do you think they're opening up schools? Um, I'm looking at it in the financial end just because I'm a financial guy. School is big business. School yeah. is big business. Like, if you don't have kids inside the school, you will lose funding. The same way Trump was like, he's going to cut funding if you don't open up the schools. I know the way he say it is a Trump way of saying it, but that's real. Same thing with these universities. There's people I know that work at universities. It's like, yeah, they're opening back up. But I get the university because I was one of those students where, like, living on campus, that was my life. Like, if you tell me I got to go back home, I had no home to go back to. Yeah, so I, I understand that aspect, but like sending elementary kids, first graders, second graders, third graders to school, kid, like them kids, they touch everything around the house. Like I'm cracked. Oh, I, I'm I have a away. first grader here with me, and I'm not, I'm not sending them back, bro. Like Come I'll on. tell them, yo, don't touch this, and it's kind of like I should have just told them. And mind you, he's a great kid. Like yeah. he listens. He's, he's a great kid, and I'm not saying that because he's my kid. Like he's a very nice, great kid, but. How he moves, like, we'll go to the store, and I'm like, yo, like, try not to touch anything. Next thing I know, this man's touching the railing of, in the store, counting stuff on it. Bro, they're just and it's like, kids. he's not even doing it to kids, be bad. Kids. He just wants to count the rail. And I'm like, yeah, damn. Like, kids, you cannot stop kids from touching this. You could, you know, you could tell them all you want, but at the end of the day, you're just going to have to take that L knowing they're going to touch shit. 
they're gonna put their hand in your face it's just gonna do that though because that's just kids being kids but how do i feel about him doing that me i'm not a fan of that but i look at it as a business sense i'm like that shit is big business so i see why he want to push for that but i also realized a long time ago that the the society and the big money niggas they don't give a fuck about people dying at the end of the day they care about the money and it's shocking to me that how that's not in the forefront of every conversation because all this shit just tied down to is the money. NBA opened back up because of the money. And oh, yeah. NFL is trying to open back up, which, side note, I don't think that could happen just because of the nature of how NFL game is set up. I think niggas... It's too many people. Corona. It's too many people in one team. It's too many people in one facility. I don't agree with that, but... Overall, Florida, I mean, shit, Georgia, our neighbor state already opened up. And I have some friends who have kids that's in school up there. And they're like, yo, some of them actually send them to school. But one thing I've learned, they was telling me they only put their kids in physical school just to have the option to opt them out. Because one of the options they gave them is the fact that if you don't, for example, if you don't, if you don't send your kids to school physically, let's say, you know, God forbid, things get better in two months which i don't believe that'll happen you get the option to you won't get the option to put them in if you don't put them into school now in the beginning you won't get the option to put them into like next semester which is after january yeah that's so yeah, like they're holding kids hostage <laughs> for yeah, for it. dollars that's such kids. that's such bullshit it makes you want to burn down the whole fucking country but that yeah, is what it is kid you know it's lesson learned I'm just the type of nigga to be like, yo, what type of nigga you want to be when you have to tell your kids this story in 15, 20 years? You know, what side of the fence yeah. you want to be on? You know? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Sending, I'm not sending my nephew, man. He, I can homeschool him. Like, yeah. I'll hire a freaking tutor because... I mean, I do understand the parents. There's some parents. They're not able, but figure it out. You good? Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening to you. Yeah, like some people, you know, they don't. It's just like, yo, there's parents that figure shit out with, with less. So I'm sure parents will figure that shit out. It just sucks that every every kid won't have the same opportunity. But it is what it is right now. You got to work with what you got. You got to work with what you got. Yeah, yeah bro, because there's not many options. And I feel so bad yeah. for... I feel bad for the children because, you know, people always say, like, they're our future, and they are, but it's kind of like you're not even... Yo. They don't have a say in this. You know, the first graders now, they can't vote. They can't... Nothing, and it's going to affect them the most, but they don't have the slightest say in none of this. And it's just... It's, it's messed up. Like, we can come up with different ideas. We can... We're smart enough. The country has enough resources that we can make it a way that it's safe for kids to go back to school. We can, I mean, look at New Zealand, but they went, like, they went, what, 100 days without this? And people are like, oh, that's a rich country. People are separate. You look at fucking Vietnam, that's not a world power. Mm -hmm. They've conquered it. So why can't we? And I'm saying this to somebody who... Hold on, hold on. Like, I work in... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. You you naming these countries. I got to name Senegal as one, too. Like, I was doing some research, and I got a homie from Senegal. He was telling me, yo... They're still under, like, they have that. I'm not going to say they have it under control because they might have not have that much testing. But these niggas is under, if I'm not mistaken, under 5,000 cases and under 100 deaths. And we're five months in. And that's not a small country. Nah, no, that's, and I'm hearing, that's like, Senegal got some treatments 
but you know how the world is. They're not gonna the the big the big power the powers that be ain't gonna let a small African nation be the number one country to lead off, hey, we got the medicine or we got a better treatment for this. Nobody's talking about that though. But you know, I, I let niggas. I've seen, I, I, I I've seen more reports about Russia having a treatment than anything about yo, Senegal. Right now, that's, like, that's the, I'm not taking that Russian fucking shot. Bro. Yo, right now there's a war going on. All these big time niggas, all these big time countries, they're trying to. There's a war going on on who's gonna be first, because you know that shit look good at the end of the day. And two, other nations is gonna need them. There's no other way to put. It. That's why trying to trying to trying to come out. Oh, we got the cure. <sighs> All these niggas, they just wanna, they just wanna set their own price. I was reading somewhere where I don't remember the name of the pharmaceutical, but this guy that's like the CEO of this pharmaceutical company, he's saying how most of America, UK, France, Russia, Germany, they bought majority of um, um, vaccine supplies. As in, he's saying like, yo, this is a, this thing, this is fucked up because like all the other nations that's not able to buy most of these things. All y'all gonna do is hold everything to yourselves, give some to your people, and then sell that shit quadruple to these other countries, aka African nations, South American nations, Caribbean. You know, you know how the game go. We, you, we all know how this shit go. Yeah, but it's, it's always gonna be the little man who loses out. Yeah. Like the poor countries are gonna have the most death. Somebody's gonna become a freaking multi-trillionaire off of the cure for all this, and it just. It's not really the way the world should go, you know. This is a world pandemic. It's but, as if aliens came. We all come together to fix it. That's what we do in movies. Do it but, with this too, but bro, and movies, greed always wins, man. Listen, greed and, always wins. Even in movies, they show you example. In movies, there's always that one country or that one nigga that always want to be first or that always want his name in the history books. Let's be real. This ain't no different. It's just like a nigga's trying to go to the moon. Niggas want to be the first flag to land that shit on the moon. Uh, and that's so just unnecessary because the moon thing I get it's like a flex of power. There's not necessarily how, lives at stake. How different well, is this? No, I'm just saying like the moon thing. Like the moon thing, it is true. You know, everybody wants to be first, mm-hmm. but the moon thing is it's insignificant, right? Like, yes, yeah, it's a Homeboy landed on the moon. It ain't like I don't yeah, which know I don't how believe, that affected. Which I don't life. believe, by the way. But that's another story. Oh. <laughs> you don't believe it? Oh no no no. You mean to tell me y'all niggas went on the moon in the seventies and y'all never went again since? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, you mean to sense. tell me the seventies had that great of a technology and then we, we don't, don't have it. We don't have now, right? We don't have now. Come on. But take anyway, a, that's take another. an iPhone to nineteen seventy, you're gonna blow everybody's fucking mind away. Listen, man. But the thing is like with that is just a flex of supremacy, like we're smarter. Nobody's gonna die from people not going to the moon but this pandemic there's lives at risk like oh niggas don't care are you talking like this like it is like niggas wasn't dying five years ago last year 10 years ago back in slavery days back in the mid- medieval time niggas don't care about that bro niggas here's the thing though this virus gonna... affects everybody equally that, it doesn't that is one thing i am i am um i don't know say i like because i don't like that at all but it's just like it's a reality check for people that think they're untouchable. Yeah, like it's not gonna be like, oh, black people only, oh, poor people only. Like, nah, rich people can get it too. Mm-hmm. Now, the rich people somehow have access to testing that other people don't have, mm-hmm. and they seem to all cure from it. Whereas mm-hmm. poor people die, but they don't have, that, they, don't have the, they don't have the same supplies we do, though. But 
you know, one thing about it, though, what I believe, I'm a strong believer. I know you're a medical guy, but I am a strong believer. Whatever we need in this earth is already here for us. Yeah, I, I believe in, um, I forgot, naturopathic medicine is called. I believe. I believe in that. Like, I'm Haitian. I can't not believe in it. I've had aches that I've seen my grandma take some leaves and some random shit. And like, yo, drink this. And it's so bad, but next day i'm good so i can't be i can't have benefited from it and then be like oh no it's fake you mm -hmm. gotta go get a pill like i hate pills i hate i hate like medicine in its conventional form i think it needs to be revamped but that's that's just my thoughts on a trillion dollar industry that it's never gonna change yeah man but anywho yeah. let's get into the fun shit enough of the serious shit Let's get into it. I want to start off saying niggas is bitches. Damn, just like that. For the people that don't know that's listening right now, we're going to go. This is going to be strictly <laughs> for my Twitter, folks. This is we're going to go, this we're is gonna go down a dark Twitter. path. We're going to go down a dark path. This is strictly for my Twitter, folks, listening right now. Baz, uh, you've been a nigga that's just, just been causing a lot of shit on the timeline, kid. And I want to say this. Oh, go ahead. I let wanna, it out. I'll let it out, and then I'll defend myself. I guess one. I still don't know what the fuck people was mad about, or upset, or hurt. I still don't know because I don't know the root. I'm just seeing bits and pieces, and I'm like, I don't understand it. One, two. I also realize a lot of people got a lot of time in their hands because one, nothing's open. Some people are not working, so everybody's on their phone more. I also realize a lot of people are that are not Twitter folks are transferring to Twitter like like it's Instagram or some shit. Or I don't know what it is. Like they just think it's like I, I miss the OG Twitter. It's just that for people that's been on Twitter like me that's been on Twitter for over six, seven years. I wanna say I was on Twitter yeah, six, at least over six years. Like this shit is not looking fun anymore, kid. But luckily for me, there is such thing as a mute button, there is something as an unfollow button, there is some shit as a block button. I don't care either way because I'm going to have my fun. I tell niggas all the time, I'm on that app for entertainment and information. Because as crazy as Twitter is, I've learned a lot through that app. I I have too. And if we did this podcast 24 hours ago, my views would be so different. But I talked to, she's my OG. Like, she's this 81-year-old woman who I just talked to her about life. We do check-ins. Mm -hmm. And we had her talk about Twitter and whatnot, right? She's but on Twitter? She's 81. She's not on Twitter. She posted um, the little Bluebird game on your phone because she's seen me on it. Mm -hmm. But I was talking to her about the events of, like, the past week. And she just... She, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. For people that... Because I don't know. I'm one of those people. For people that don't know, what the fuck has been going on the past week? Can you give me, like, right. a summary? From from my view, mind you, I tweet a lot from just my mentions, so sometimes I don't even read the timeline to know what's going on, and still, I manage to piss people off accidentally. So, let's start with the first thing. It was it was a day, I don't remember what day it was, that doesn't matter. Homie, a dude talked about driving um, 23 hours, hours and 15,000 plus miles yes, to go yes, to a girl, yes, 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 and I they started know. dating. Now, beautiful my first thing. thing was like, go, go, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying beautiful thing, but continue. That, my first thing was like, yo, that's beautiful because typically you hear stories about that shit. And it's like these two pale white people as if they're the only ones we can love. Mm -hmm. That's dope. That was the first thing I tweeted about the situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing I tweeted was 
damn, y'all think he stopped to get an oil change on the way? <laughs> and then I just, like, I, I asked questions. I didn't say anything derogatory. Like, the wildest tweet I may have said is, like, the only people who should travel that long and that far are people trying to escape slavery. That was probably <laughs> the wildest. But it was just jokes. It was laughs. He laughed. Like, the girl that he drove to see knew it was jokes. Like, no big deal. Mind you, this is a dude who, after he said something, I made a joke. He's like, oh, you want Haitian fresh dick? And I'm like, my nigga, I just called you a black superhero. Why are you mad at me? He realized that he was tripping off of something. I didn't say nothing rude. He tweeted out an apology. We cool, blah, blah, blah. I make jokes. Now, some people who are new, who want to, I guess, make a name for themselves on Twitter... They decided I'm gonna go at bars. And I'm like, but the person I'm making the jokes on laughing. And there's a nigga, like, I won't say his name on your thing because no no I don't want you associated with that. And no need, no need. I don't care no more. You, to be honest with you, but, I don't I don't really want to talk about Twitter shit, but it's just gotten out of hand. Because it, I be telling niggas, I'm like, Yo, there's, a life, there's a life outside of Twitter. Like, I don't even really be talking about this shit. Because I close that app and I'm a family man. Like, Twitter to me, like, I'll tell you exactly what I use Twitter for. Twitter is mindless fodder to pass the time. Like, my thoughts that I don't care about, ideas that I don't care about, like, it's a garbage disposal. I just get them out of my brain. I type them out. They're sent. I don't try to offend anyone. I don't want smoke. I don't want beef. We're most likely never going to meet in real life. Mm-hmm. I I'm not going to meet 99.9% of my followers. So there's there's no reason for my tweet to piss you off, right? Yeah. So I tweet it like that. But then I realize there are people who they find love on Twitter. They go on Twitter for validation. Mm-hmm. They go on Twitter to Peacock in a way. And my Peacock, I mean, like, they go to show off how smart they are. They go to oh, show yeah. off what they've accomplished. They oh, go to show off this. God. Oh, oh, my God. Don't let me get started on thirsty ones on Twitter. And I'm talking about the women. I'm not even talking about the men. I was, like, just, I was just having quick, real quick. I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about that. How like, there's certain women on this app, they just crying out for help. They crying <laughs> for love, but they crying out for they 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 just crying out how lonely they are. I know there's one specific person. I'll tell you off air about why I'm <laughs> tired of seeing her on my timeline, and it it's like clockwork because I wake up mad early, so she in the West Coast, mm-hmm. so I'll see her tweets because you know if I'm waking up at five a.m. West Coast time, that's like, what, midnight, 1 o'clock or whatever. Yeah, 2 a.m. It's like fucking clockwork with her being in her feelings around those times. One minute she don't want a nigga, next minute, man, I wish I had somebody to hold. But anyway, man, continue. I, I ignore that because to me, it real, it's like it's words on a screen. Once you turn it off, that's it. I have life accomplishments. I have people who love me. I, but I realize there's people that when they turn it off, life is bleak. You know, there's no, there's no brightness. There's no hope. There's no dreams. And because I was such, like, the way I tweet the manner of, like, everything's jokey joke, that would offend some people. Accidentally, mind you. But you can't control that. You got to understand, you can't control that. It is what it is. Here's the thing, though. Hear it. Listen to this. You could text, hey, today's a good day. Depend on who's reading it and what tone they're reading this in. It could be taken as wrong, too. It could be taken as shade. It could be taken as anything, kid. Bruh, I... So you know about, like, Rwanda, the Hutus and Tutsis, right? The who? The Hutus and the Tutsis. In Rwanda, like, the genocide. Have you seen Hotel Rwanda or whatever? The movie? Nah. Okay. 
motherfucker. Well, I gotta add that to my list. It sounds interesting. All right. Yeah, it's basically it's just an African country. Uh-huh. Um, one, the president, his plane got shot down, and one group, like one tribe, thought that the other tribe did it because the president was from their tribe, and they just bought machetes. And it was a massacre. Like it was horrible. And I was reading a book about it, right? And my question, like, it's kind of like Haitians and Dominicans. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I asked the poll. Like, I didn't say that, hey, this is good. Hey, this is bad. I said, hey, as a Haitian, could you see yourself participating in a movement to get rid of Dominicans? Right? Mm-hmm. Niggas really like, oh, my God, you're saying genocide is good. Some girl, mind you, this is the funniest shit that's happened to me on Twitter that really, like, pushed me over the edge. Some girl tweeted, this is what you dumbass niggas are thinking about. And I told her, I'm like, hey... I would want to insult you, but you wouldn't be able to understand it, so I'm not going to do that. And then she tweeted me something. She's like, oh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting to get it. I'm like, I don't even know you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why? Like, And I took time, like, why does what I do piss people off so much? And like, Ruth's, Ruth told me, Ruth said, it's because you're too funny. And people, like, when you say something to somebody, people laugh. But away from that, man. The, the time I just been so tense, mm-hmm. I don't want to be on it no more. I just, I realized that I can't relate to these people, not because um, we're not relatable, but we use the same app for different purposes. Like, I'm not on Twitter trying to find love. I have a wife and a kid. Y'all on here always fucking either showing off how great of a boyfriend or girlfriend you are or how heartless you are. Mm-hmm. I can't relate to that. I'm going to make jokes about it. Other people, once they close the app, they got to work three, four jobs to fucking maintain their life. I don't have those struggles, glory be to God. So it's kind of like if you go on there and you tweet about how easy shit is for you, somebody who has to struggle to make shit happen, that could anger them. And I'm realizing that. Mind you, I'm not the person to shit on people. Like, I just I just seen your little wealth tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I, I put wealth no, no, because no. that's just me and you. Like, I yeah, that's you. just us joking, right? And yeah. I'm learning that there's some people you can't joke with because they they're under a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. But, so whatever joke you say, they're gonna be angry by it. But and there's it. also a group of niggas who, like, for lack of a better word, they are they are bitches. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't mean bitch in the sense of women. I mean bitch in the sense of like. Their dad, or they didn't have a strong male presence around to kind of oh. direct them and be like, "Hey, oh. here's what men do. Here's what men don't do." So they're learning how to be men on Twitter, Disgusting. and they think like screenshots Disgusting. is how you're a man or making oh, jokes with strangers. It's I like in real life, you would never say that to the person. Yeah, I have seen a growth of men posting screenshots on Twitter. Yes, that is women shit. That is women shit. But I'm, I'm like that shit makes me so uncomfortable. Like. I'll post a screenshot, like, of our mutual friend taking flight. I won't say his name on here. Like, I'll post a screenshot because me and him have been cool, what, since 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's four years of tweeting with someone. You know what the boundaries are. Exactly. Some people aren't even testing the waters of the boundaries. They just, like, jump straight at you. And it's like, yo, why are you someone like this? Niggas someone, dog. Niggas someone for attention. It's the attention, and, though. And it's just like, just tell each other, like, there's lonely women, y'all niggas lonely, just tell them, yo, we want to fuck, like, do it, like, be miserable together, but leave me out of it. The thing is, what I've learned is happening is, I'll make a witty joke, I'm a witty motherfucker, like, there's, 
bar none. I'm super witty, and that's not me like kissing my own ass. It's just what it is. Like, I'll make anything funny. And some people think to counteract that they gotta either be super disrespectful back or try to make a joke, but it's like, yo, that's not funny. Like, I saw somebody make a joke about somebody's family member who died, and I'm just like, why would you do that? I'm not above it, but like, so it's just, it's that. And then what happens is because I start off the joke, wherever it goes from there, everything else gets brought back to me. Oh, so that's what's been happening lately. That's been that's like, the I'll summer, start the joke. Like, I start the joke like, yo, did he need an oil change? So and so makes a joke like, oh, niggas travel to get pussy, they're lame. Guess who still gets blamed? Me. Because <laughs> it's like, you start the joke. I'm like, I ain't even say that. Yo, it it sounds like it's not even about um, that joke. It's just the fact that there's some people that just don't... The minute you come across a timeline, their blood boils. They don't like me, bro. Aside, aside from I, the specific topic we're talking about, let's get it Twitter. It's basically Twitter world in a general sense. Uh, I'm sorry for my listeners that's listening that's not on Twitter because I do realize that Twitter is not life. And I do have some listeners that is not part of Twitter. So you guys may be like, well, what the fuck is going on? I got people that listen that don't even have social media. So they're like, what the fuck is going on? But b- just bear with me. Just a few more minutes, I promise. Well, a few more. <laughs> and then the second thing that happened was, you know, there's been this craze of niggas sending women flowers and yada yada, oh, right? Yeah, a couple of, a couple, oh, I want to say the past few weeks, yeah. Haitian niggas sending yeah. Haitian women to... Uh, I've been uh-huh. sending flowers. And it's been like, they've, they're competing with each other who can... Whatever. And then one of my one of one of the dudes I joke with, mind you, we've recently interacted, but he's shown himself to be cool. So we joke with each other. Mm-hmm. One of the girls that he sent flowers to, um, talk about like, yo, this video I just took, I don't have nobody to send it to. And you know back in the day the thing niggas used to wear like lob to the T L mm-hmm. like a girl. He did that. Mm-hmm. And I asked him like, Yo, you sent her flowers, why would you lob her? <laughs> I like, remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, because I'm like that don't make Wait, no question, sense. Quick question: Did he did he publicly send like? Does the public know that he sends those? He sent those flowers to her. Dog, like the girl. He posted. went super viral. Like oh, he was one of, he was one of those. Because at first he had like a corny on, like yo, it's not corny. Like he had a dope little That's line true. of um, if you stand in front of a mirror, um, there will be nine beautiful things. I'd like to make it ten with a rose, something like that. Like it was fly shit. Okay. Gotcha. He went viral with that, and then he got her the roses. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, why are you lobbing her? And me and him started joking to the point where he, like he like deleted his Twitter, which was a joke. Like he deleted he his find the Twitter. Whole time. Yeah, he deleted his Twitter for like a few hours. Now, uh, while he deleted sick. his Twitter, mm-hmm. here goes the other sumo niggas. Uh-huh. They went on his Facebook, took his picture, put like put like he got arrested on his picture like they doing hating and they're just making some jokes where i'm like yo he don't even know y'all like why y'all why y'all making these jokes these jokes saying they're not cool you know and then once he reactivated his twitter he's like i was waiting for y'all to show y'all ass like this i'm from miami too when do you want to fight to the other people that just randomly doing shit. yeah with with me, he was joking, like, we was laughing. Mm-hmm. He was making jokes about Nego Cop, but they saw that he was making jokes with me. They thought they could do it, too. Mm-hmm. So when he comes back and offers them the fade, because he's like, I don't fuck with y'all, and we're in the same city, so we can fight if y'all want to do this. Guess who gets blamed for <laughs> lighting shit up? 
Me? <laughs> Bruh. And uh, you know what pisses me off? Uh-huh. Somebody made a comment that, like, um, quote-unquote, thank God that none of my yada yadas are doing this, and I won't say his name. Uh-huh. And that almost pushed me over the top because I was going to, like, lay out. You saw the tweet where you're like, oh, help me get a modeling thing. Uh-huh. I was going to lay out the list of, like, yo, my G, I've helped you too much in life for you to turn your nose up at me. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I have, peep. I peep. I people a lot of have, shit. I just don't have, but like, and this isn't me to like. I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. I'm kissing my ass. Fuck it. Ain't nobody else gonna do it. I've rewritten people's entire like grad applications, dog. Mm-hmm. But there's people on the timeline who fiend like they're smart. But I've shown like I'll give it like there's somebody that they sent me a grad application to look over. It was a while ago. Uh-huh. And I looked it over, and I showed it to um, my friend, who's a college advisor. My friend, she's an undergrad college advisor. I'm like, yo, what would you change with this? She's like, wait, this person wants to get into grad school? They write like a seventh grader. Mm-hmm. And that person will go on to TL and shit on me after I've helped them reword 80% of their shit, and they got into the school. Basically, you changed had, their life. You, like, I had you, a girl, right? You are the domino get, effect. Look, oh, go ahead. No, I'm going to get this out, and then I'll let you go. go I had a girl on Twitter who was like, yo, I want to be a model. I have a friend who is signed to Ford, model, Ford Models. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, like, this young girl wants to be a model. What can she do? She said, oh, I'm going to send you, I guess they have, like, these showings where girls who want to be models go to. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get pictures. Like, hey, there's a few, sh- where does she live? Because in Portland, it's really hard. I'm like, oh, no, she lives in Miami. She said, oh, Miami? She sent me six events. She's like, hey, these are private events. Um, typically, they don't just let strangers in but i put in the word she can go to them she showed up late to the first one the second one she didn't go and then she's like okay i'm canceling the other ones because she's dirtying my name not going mm-hmm. guess who got on Twitter talking about yo this nigga's crazy he has mental health issues shitting i'm like yo i just tried to help you live out your dream okay. how you talk bad about me like first this? Of all, and i'm not did you did you know her personally like, I mean, I I interacted with her. We were in group chats together. Like, See? we, See? like, she knows that she got those because I spoke to the person. So I'm mm-hmm. like, ever since that happened, I realized, like, hey, I'm not going to make any friends on the timeline apart from Jeff. Shout out to my nigga. And you and whatever. But, so I'm just going to come Man, in here and what make about jokes. Billy? You know that but nigga going to listen to this Now, even the jokes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What about Billy? You know that nigga going to listen to this shit and cry. Billy knows he's my guy. Like <laughs> you got to put it out there because you know that nigga might cry. I'll I be giving him shout outs on my podcast, but I don't think he listens to my shit no more. And I don't even have the energy to pod anymore. <laughs> I'd rather hang out with my son. Fuck podcasting, to be honest. But I got dope ideas that I want to execute. So he knows he's my guy too. Like it's mm-hmm. always love with him, you, Jalf. Like I would say that's the extent of it, apart from the people I know in real life, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, why does why does what I say? bother people so much and what the fuck oh sorry my watch was recording everything i was saying Uh, um and i just realized like you know what i just i'm not gonna joke anymore i have to just send out bland statements i'm gonna let a few months pass you can't let this you can't let this twitter shit defeat you bro don't let it stop you from being you here's the thing i'm tired of being a villain when i'm not you know what you could do you know what you could do we were just talking about there's an unfollow button, there's a block button, there's a mute button, kid. 
The one, well, of the, one of the greatest well, things about social media I, is that you're in control. I follow these people. Like, <laughs> there's people that I've hit with the block and unblock, and they just come back, refollow me just to complain about my tweets. Like, there's a nigga who, here's what I don't understand. Every day, his girl's on the timeline, mind the business that pays you, yada, yada, yada. And he is the biggest searcher of fucking Zen on the timeline. Like, I had to call him a sassy ass nigga because I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck are you doing? Man. And, then, and then every day his girl's trying to be this fucking light love piece and then she calls me the bad guy I'm like your boyfriend's the bitch you go to sleep every night in love with a whole ass nigga <laughs> but, and somehow I'm the bad guy because I called him sassy like I go, I'm realizing a lot of these uh, motherfuckers that's going back and forth on our timeline keep in mind people that's listening that's not on Twitter or that's not on our timeline please bear with me we're almost done we're almost done. We're going to talk about dope shit. Yeah, yeah. I realize that they're under... Most of them are under the age of, like, 24. And Maybe. I, and I think that explains a lot to me. Most of them are under the age of 24, and I need to... I'm I'm low-key, surely but, surely but slowly, unfollowing certain people that I realize that are, like... And I'm not going to say underage, because under... Like, when I say underage, I mean, to me, if you're under 25... Uh, you have a different mind state on life. Generally, speaking. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say under a lot of them are fucking losers who went from their parents' house straight to the military, so they had no fucking real life experience. They haven't. Some of them still living with their parents, but I'm realizing just, the ones that just immature or doing some certain shit. Like I'm a nigga. If I don't like what I see on my timeline, it don't take me much. I, like my thing is like I hit them with the block and unblock. And they'll follow again just to complain. And it's like, are you, are you, um, what's it, a masochist? Like, yo, they're just making you like make their the day, pain kid? that my tweets bring you. Cause I tell people all the time, I'm a lame ass nigga from Oregon, dog. I am nothing special. I wake up just like you. I go through the day just like you. Yeah, I have some funny tweets, but it's nothing to make you angry. And the only reason I came on here is just like, so people, Hopefully, I think a majority of my timeline follows you. Hope they can hear this and, I guess, quote-unquote, see me in a no light. I don't really give a fuck about that because, like, I don't have a Twitter image. Like, I've learned that there are people who do, like, oh, I got to uphold this image. Mm -hmm. I got to do this. And it's like, for fucking what? My image in real life is pristine. I can walk into any room. I can walk in the room and have conversations with the smartest people there. I can. My face is clean, is what I want to say. So I don't got to get on Twitter and conjure up this fucking image so people can view me in a certain way. If I want people to view me as a genius on Twitter, I can go on there and tweet about shit that 90% of you would not understand because you're not smart enough to understand it. If I want people to see me as a rich nigga, I can go on there and talk about fucking material shit that you've never heard of before or talk about countries that you could only dream of going to. (laughs) I can tell niggas like, yo, you've been tweeting about accomplishing this since fucking 2016 and you're nowhere near accomplishing it. You're a fucking loser. I don't do those things because that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. What fucking ever, right? Mm -hmm. I just tweet words, but it's people who like get caught up into it. I'm just like, eesh. Yeah. Let it go. Tell me you love me, and I'll tell you I love you back. Like, I'm a lover. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, and to people listening, it, don't don't follow me, like, because I realize I'm not a people's person. I'm not a likable person. 
there's businesses I want to have that I'll have to find a face of it because if I tell people like, yo, Boz did this, they're going to hate it. And I just, there's no changing that. So my advice is if you're on Twitter, have fun with it. Like we're in tough times. Real life is tough already. Don't go on there and use it as a fucking emotional soapbox. If you're not, stay away from it. That shit is poison. Bro, I'm telling you, the only thing I could tell you is that don't let that shit defeat you, bro. Oh, it's not. Like, I'm I'm happy. My thing is, like, I just, I, I get it's it. I get be it. the villain. Because like- I, I know I'm going to come to Miami. Like, that's where I'm going to buy my mom my house. And I don't want to just catch a straight bullet because of a tweet, <laughs> you know? Because these uh, people have real anger. Like, because you got to understand, that- understand what's going on right now, bro. People going through a lot. And I, that's no excuse. Believe me, I know. That's no excuse. I tell people all the time, once they start sending out um, stimulus, well, let me not say stimulus. When they start doing unemployment, we're going to really see some real shit because niggas is going to be dying left and right. Easy. Robbery is going to start I'm just waiting for the housing bubble to pop and so I can go buy fucking 30 houses for all my family members. I would love to bring my mom to the West Coast, but she's Asian. She's not going to love it up here. You know how much work I had to do to find fucking John John to make Zizi. I almost call it Zizi John John like that. One Asian nigga. I had to go <laughs> to like eight stores over the course of two years I'm to find the fucking it. mushrooms, dog. My mom's not going to love it here. Yeah, nobody's going to love it here. Let me know if you need some, bro. I'll ship it over to you because I know. Mm. I know what you So need. it's like, so it's like, I know I'll have to eventually go to Miami, but I don't want to be down there. And some nigga who's angry about a tweet shoots me and it'd be a nigga, over it'd be some, a, it'd be some something I didn't like, even remember. Yeah, it'd be some shit from a year ago. Niggas still holding the grudge. I'm like, bruh. Yeah, so hopefully people on. listen to this. I have no beef. I apologize if I sent a tweet that offended you. I am Whoa, terribly man. sorry. My heart is full of love. If you need anything, you can ask me. I'm going to say no because people before you ruined it. But... <laughs> I might point you in the right direction. Like I, I, I am. I'm. I swear to God, I apologize to everybody. I don't want to walk around and just have a nigga pop on me because I said, "Yo, pineapples go on pizza." I feel like, I feel oh God, bro! Like niggas is angry. But let me ask you for how do you deal with when you're angry at something? Like how do you deal with it? Let's leave the people on a positive note. Um, when I'm angry, how do I deal? The thing about me, I don't get angry often. Like, I, I'm i a guy that's like, I'm a strong believer in like, why am I even giving you this energy in the first place? Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's really bigger shit. Let's say, for example, let's say we're talking about the Twitter topic. Mm-hmm. Before I get angry about what somebody posts or comment about me, because half the time I'd be surprised at some of the shit people reply to me about. Like, I'll say some shit and then they'd be like, they'll say some shit back. And I'm like, yo, that's what you got from what I just said? Mm-hmm. But I don't really mm. I don't give it the energy The last time I got angry Was because of someone I cared about Someone I love That's the last time I got angry So in those cases Really all I do is meditate bro Meditate and yoga But most of the time First question you gotta ask yourself Why are you giving this this much energy Next time mm-hmm. you get angry Think about that Why Is it necessary for you to even give it Because Anger is a form of energy. Sadness is a form of energy. Discouragement is a form of energy. Why are you giving it that much energy? Is it really worth it? You could really focus more of that energy in your son and your wife and, you know, your family and shit like that. Like, why waste that energy on something that's so insignificant of your day-to-day life? 
I've gotten angry on Twitter one time, you know and what? it almost resulted in someone dying, like him and his sister. Because uh-huh. he called my wife ugly, and I called my cousins who live in a city, and they called the proper people, and he was going to fucking get removed from this atlas. But then I talked to my wife about it, and she's like, I mean, you find me beautiful. Why does what he says matter? I'm like, yeah, you're right. But still, he needs to learn. And like, and she's like, mm, please don't go catch a conspiracy charge because some bumbling idiot said I wasn't attractive and I had a big nose as a black woman. I don't care. Oh, I'm like, all right, that that makes sense. That was the one time I got angry on Twitter. After that, people be like, people be like, oh, you emotional. It's like, no, if I got emotional, I, I have the resources to fucking hurt you. And trust me, like, like, I'm a type of guy, sometimes I'm trying to battle. Let me not say battle. I've changed my ways where... I had to learn when to be emotional and emotionless because I was so emotionless. It's like, you see how you just repeated the scenario where you actually got anger, which, yes, it was mm-hmm. not, you know, it's not needed. But there's moments that that shit is needed. Just that energy is needed. But with me, oh, I, reali- I realized that I had zero of that or barely had that. So I'm trying to find a middle ground of like, you know what, fuck it. Because, you know, when you stay low too much, when you stay quiet too much, when you stay patience too much, niggas think they can just walk over you. I am a strong advocate of violence is not always the answer, but people respond best to violence. Before my son, before my son, if we needed to get to violence, I would go there quick. Now, man. I got a beautiful young boy to raise in this world. I ain't going to fucking, you're not going to remove me from his life because... Two of whatever thing, you're going through. Two things people respond for violence and fucking um, fear. That ain't no different from like what last month or two months ago when um, people in the protest started burning shit down. Even though it wasn't a big step to what uh, lawmakers was doing, but there was a step being done. Mm-hmm. You know, it took, them niggas, right. it took them niggas one week to start burning shit down and then all of a sudden, them niggas able to like investigate some shit or at least make firing even though that's not acceptable that's not enough but at least something is being done is what i'm getting at versus absolutely nothing. and you know I, we, we we both haitians we all know what sh- what get done violence really gets shit done that's if we're being real bro, like, like i know i like i'm a I really believer. i'm a, hold on i'm a strong believer like if i was living back in the 60s i would have hated martin luther king i'm gonna be real with you oh my that nigga make me sick. Every time I go back and read some of his shit that he did or didn't do, it make me sick. But I, I would have been, I would have been a forego Fidel Castro, Malcolm X nigga. But that's not my story. Would have been dead because I'm oh, that's super cool. radical. I, I dog, I tried. I almost fought a white woman on a plane, and by fly, I mean I almost like smacked the shit out of her. Right. <laughs> I like the violence comes out, which is why my advice is really find a partner who balances you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to give y'all gems throughout all this bullshit because if you still hear through the little Twitter rant, thank you. Try to find a partner who balances you because me, I am a hothead. We was at brunch and I took a plate of a nigga's egg and smushed him in his face. I, I jumped straight to violence. Like I'm not with that whole kumbaya, peace be cool shit. I really think people need to get beat because the man I smashed the eggs for. Now, when you hear, oh, my God, he like put his eggs in. So you probably think I'm a bad person. I asked that white man multiple times, please stop saying the N word. Mm -hmm. I'm here with my in-laws like you cursing. 
the tables are two inches apart, please. Because then, listen, after I smacked him with his egg, he spoke like a white man from the suburbs after they brought him his replacement food. Nobody batted an eye. Why did I have to do that for you to listen? My wife, she let me do that, but she's like, hey, next time, can you please just, like, do something else? Not that. She balances me. You need that. Need like, that. you need somebody who's not going to let you wild out all the time. Because if not for her, I'd probably be in jail a little bit. So, so let me ask you this. So how do you... How do you now, in today's time, how do you deal with anger? I don't, I honestly just think about how blessed I am. Okay. I, I'm not losing, dog, I have a healthy, beautiful son. My wife through, went through a scary surgery mm-hmm. and doesn't have lasting effects. My mom is happy. Like, I talk to my mom every day, which is something I didn't do, used to do. Mm-hmm. I talk to her every day and she's happy. Like, sometimes she gets on the phone, off the phone and she's like, she crossed. I'm like, oh, hey, I did this, this, and this. She's like, wow, you don't have to do I'm like, no, it's for you. Like, I just, all that rushes to my mind before the thought of like, man, this person got me fucked up. Mm-hmm. All that stuff rushes. So it's like, I don't want to lose that for, for a few moments of gratification where I would release that anger. I, I meditate. Like, in the That's morning, good. I wake up and I meditate with my son. He yeah. doesn't know that we're meditating because he'll make noise. But he'll grab my face. I'm but sure it brings practice. me, like, it's to practice. a calm place. I start my day I promise you give very that nigga, calm. I promise you give that nigga, like, two years, he's gonna, it's going to be repetition to him where he's going to be waking you up to do it. Cause I, oh, he wakes up, like, the same time I do. Like, sometimes I, I wake up and he's just there staring at me trying to, like, bite fig- my nose. Figuring out what's going on because I realized that I would do that with my little cousins for a few days. Literally, kids is so easy for them to pick up certain things. Like, good mm-hmm. habits is so easy. And meditation is so, bruh, like, meditation and yoga really saved my life, too. Kid. Bruh, I meditate, and even if it seems like I'm angry, if I'm a gym for people who know me who are listening, if you ever think I'm angry, just ask me, yo, what song are you listening to? Because I'm not angry. I'm either tweeting lyrics, tweeting about a memory from the lyrics, mm-hmm transferring the energy from the lyrics but it's not i'm not i don't i'm not angry i'm not emotional i'm i'm very calm (laughs) like i get i get in trouble for not speaking loud enough during meetings right like so i don't know why there's this image of me like this angry person or whatever but i wake up i meditate i have um a rose garden that me and my wife planted um on the side of our house that's amazing i love it the more Bruh, I wake up and go out there in the mornings and just sit. And, like, I can see the sun and it's green and it's beautiful. And I just sit and, like, gather. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, I've been doing that for about three weeks now. I haven't had a bad day. Even when things are getting really horrible, I just breathe. Like, I breathe. I look at pictures of my kid. I hang out with my kid. That's I hang amazing. out with my nephew, who's an amazing. Like you can learn a whole lot from five year olds. Like the other, day, I'm like, oh, I'm so sick and tired of being fat. And he's like, you don't say that about yourself. And I'm like, that man, sucks. that's so kind. Like, and he makes me laugh. And it's just like family, you know. Like you find a piece of piece of this earth that can bring you some serenity, whether it's by a lake, whether it's just sitting outside, getting out of the house, leaving the phone. Tell me about. I don't check. I don't check my phone at least four hours after I wake up. Like, I wake up at four in the morning. I check my phone at like around 8, 8.30. Cause oh, well, that is a good habit to have. 
Bro, you wake up, the first thing you see on the phone, that's the energy you start your day with. If it's, like, I know a lot of people, and I've, I mean, we've, I've slept in the same Airbnbs that people and woken up. People wake up, the first thing they do is, like, they grab their phone. And it's, like, the first tweet you see during the day, that's going to dictate your energy. If it's something that pisses you off, you might have bad energy to start your day. If it's something that brings that makes you like laugh way too much, you might not have a productive day because then you just want to recreate that feeling of happiness all day. I meditate, I pray, and I just I talk to my wife like, "Yo, how'd you sleep? What's our plan for the day? How can I like help you with those plans? Um, are we doing this today? Are we doing this today?" And once I get that out the way, then I can just go on the timeline bullshit. And la- well, I used to be able to go on bullshit and laugh. And that's it. And read some fucking books, man. Like, now I'm giving people advice. This is the advice corner. Sorry that I'm rambling, but mm-hmm. read some books. Listen, I listen, I got out of I school gotta, and I, I started g- reading again. Hold on. I got a book recommendation for you when, you, when we're talking about anger and stuff like that. It's from this um, mm-hmm. literally meditation doctor. This nigga is all about meditation, mind, body, and emotion, kid. I can't remember the title of the book or the name of it right now, but I'm gonna send it. You to can you. text it to me whenever. I, yeah, I will send it to you. It's an amazing book, bro. I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of it right now, but it's an amazing book, bro. Like, where was that? Like reading, right? Like, I, I've been to school for 27 years. It feels like, and it's just been reading shit I don't care about. But once I got out, and I'm like, all right, I have my master's degrees. I'm good. Let me read for fun, dog. Like taking in information and enriching your brain with like knowledge that you care about just feels so good and brings such like it brings joy. It makes you not want to get caught up in other stuff. You just want to dive in that. Like I started reading the book about the Rwandan genocide. Mm -hmm. I spent like nine hours just researching about it just to learn more. And then once that was done, I picked up a new one about, like, jails in Germany and how they use therapy to rehab prisoners and whatnot. And it's just like, once you start spending your time doing that kind of stuff, instead of just mindlessly scrolling on your phone or being stressed, you get to get away for a moment. Live outside your own head and just Mm -hmm. once you come back, you come back with more peace, with different ideas, with just energized. Oh, my God. Duh, you you spilling the gospel right now, kid. I just want to throw one thing out there. I know a lot of people that work from home that's either annoyed or over it. Let me tell you a trick. Once you get it, you know, I know there's some people that, that actually work harder in, while they're working from home. The trick is when you clock out at 4.35, 5.36, whatever time it is, leave the house. Go for a walk. Walk your mm-hmm. fucking dog. Go to the grocery store. Do whatever you have to do to leave the house. Because people, people are accidentally prisoning themselves in their own home. And I'm, I'm coming to the realization, I think that's where some people that hate the work from home option is. If you have the option, leave. Put yourself in a routine. And I promise you, your life will slightly get better. Half the time, it ain't even about they, them not knowing how to do that shit. Some people act like they don't know how to start. Now, like, yo, you everything can start the same way, can, one step oh, at ahead. a time, one day at a time, one minute at a time. You can start with something as simple as just on your lunch at work, just stand outside. And, eat. and I always got to tell people like, yeah, 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 I'm acknowledging my privilege. I have a yard, I have trees, whatever. You might not have that. 
But you, I mean, there's nowhere in America where if you stand outside, you can't find five minutes of peace. Now, if you live in a dangerous neighborhood, I apologize. You no, might got to find something no, else. No, no, that's no excuse, kid. I've I've grew up in in, in shit. I'm in a uh, fucked up neighborhood now. That don't mean nothing, bro. The peace is where you find it. I'm gonna be real with you. That is good. That is good. Just stand outside. Where you find it, kid? Like you could be in the middle of a fucking garden where it's nice and beautiful, but you could still not find peace. The same way you could be in fucking hell somewhere, and you not find peace. What I'm saying is that peace is where you find it. It doesn't matter where you at. It matters what you do with where you at. I have discovered this new thing where I'll just go and sit in the sun. I'll just sit there for like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. I just sit there, no so phone, bad. no nothing. Like sometimes the only thing that will come in the service is my nephew will become will come in like yo I'm hungry, or yo I need this, and that'll yo. break me out. But I just sit there, and mind you, I'm in Oregon. We don't get a lot of sunshine throughout the year, but during the summers, I I just I sit in the sun. I let it soak me. It feels great. Yeah. I. That's my advice, people. I know we had, we took a weird route getting here through Twitter or whatnot, but that's it. it's just I love, it's, I love it's the like ending. find your peace. I love the ending with this, man. It, yeah, it's basically fine. Make do with what you have. I know right now shit is rough for most of us. Shit, let me not say shit is rough. Shit is different. And believe me, for you people that have hope this year, will be back to normal. It's not. Get over it. <laughs> I'm tired of people I'm tired of people thinking Oh my god 2021 It's not 2021 is not gonna be better Right away We Like if you think These past five months And then the next three months Shit is just gonna snap Like a snap of the fingers Shit gonna go away Or shit gonna be back to normal Cut it out I'm telling niggas that love to travel I'm like bro You love to travel That's great I'm not saying you can't travel Right now But be mindful Of where you go And who you go And how you get there Do you have any plans of going to Haiti anytime soon? Yes, I do, actually. I had a cousin who just left Haiti last week. Oh, so, okay. Because I want to, well, I guess we've kind of ended the podcast. But I was just, I was thinking about going, but I didn't. Well, we'll talk talk about it off here. We'll talk about it off here. Well, to end on here, um, thanks for having me. And to folks, if you stumble across my Twitter and I make a joke you don't like, again, I'm sorry about it. It's not meant to kill you. If you need to talk to me, we can. Whatever. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Bro. I ain't going to be on that app that much longer anyway. My wife hates it. So there's that. <laughs> fuck it, man. Let, let, him, let, let him know about your podcast. Let him know uh, where they could. Well, they can't find you because you you, you're you not fucking with people on Twitter, right? Wait. Uh, oh, my, my Twitter is Baz Fioso. It's like mafioso with buys in my front. I don't fucking know. I change it every day, so I might change it before this comes out. Even yeah. um, I have the buys in full podcast. I um, talk about much more serious things. I think my last episode was with a marriage and family therapist. That one was um, deep, kid. I heard it. I heard it. Um, I want to say a week or two ago. That was deep. Yeah. I like. Thank it. you, man. Thank you. Um, if anybody's listening who's a school teacher, I have a podcast idea. Contact me. Um, I'm on Twitter. You can hit both for my information. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's me, man. I'm on Instagram. I don't know my IG name. It's pictures of my wife. I don't think you guys care about that shit. Yeah, man. Well, listen, man, I appreciate you, dog. This was a much needed conversation. I love the way we ended it here. 
especially mm -hmm. as two black men. This is very important, especially in our community. So All right, um, I'm going to end it here. And uh, um, once again, you guys that's listening, don't forget we on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and plenty much more. And don't forget if you listen on Apple Podcasts, it leaves us a review. Greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to share this, subscribe, you know, share with your friends, your loved ones, your side nigga, your side girl. And shout out to the couples, couples that listen to this. Because I had some people message me where they was like, there was an episode, an older episode they was listening to, and it was just the both of them. So I forgot that. It'd be surprising to me to certain people that listen. Shout out to the couples that's listening to this. So, And that's it here, man. And um, till next time. Peace.